Alright, and welcome into another edition of the Jazz Nation Podcast. My name is Daniel. I am the admin of all those Jazz Nation pages you're following online. Let's see, through TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and of course the podcast here. You can find the links for all these things in one simple place at linktree.com forward slash Jazz Nation News. And with me, as always, is the assistant to the host, Will Wonder. How are you doing today, sir? I'm good on this beautiful, rainy morning. I'm doing great. Yes, we are recording on a Wednesday morning, May 4th, so happy Star Wars Day's Day to everyone that celebrates today. Enjoy your day. May the 4th be with you. We're going to start like uh, we typically do here with some news outside the jazz bubble, which is pretty simple at this time. So uh, whatever you got to share with us, go ahead and share that with us, please. Yep. Uh, Tyler Hero wins sixth man of the year. Uh, I guess I can give a very, very, very quick update on the playoff series. Uh, As it stands, uh, the Grizzlies Warriors is tied 1-1 after the Grizzlies won last night. Very fun series. If you all aren't watching it, I would suggest you do so. Uh, Celtics tied it up last night 1-1 over the Bucks. The 76ers and Heat play tonight as we record this. The Heat are up 1-0, probably looking to sweep if Joel Embiid doesn't come back. And then we have the Suns Mavericks. The Suns are up 1-0 on that as well, and they play this evening. I'm still hoping for a surprise NBA Finals of the Boston Celtics and Memphis Memphis Grizzlies. How fun was that? By the way, just a random thing to shout out or bring up here. I'm watching the game last night, the Grizzlies and the Warriors, and it suddenly hits me. Why is Memphis in the Western Conference? Am I, I mean, like that's that state's not really in the yeah. West. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, I'm sure they're like, well, it's just when they joined the league and they had to make it equal or something. But I mean, yeah, well, I think it has to, it has something to do because they were in Vancouver previously. Then they moved to Memphis. So there hasn't been a uh, uh, has there been a new team? Oh, yeah. The Bobcats. Yeah. But they're in the east. So they have to keep the numbers even. So there you go. I bet I, I can just imagine it kind of sucks. Though. Like right now they're going from Memphis and then they got to fly to California. So. Yeah. Anyways, that was just a random thought I had last night. Let's, uh, you know, we're in the Utah Jazz offseason right now. So you know what that means? A whole lot of made up trades and non real <laughs> good source speculation. So that's what we're dealing with on today's podcast. The so ESPN trade machine usage rate here in Utah has gone through the roof. By the way, I just want to say ESPN trade machine is for me. Be, here's here's how you know it's crap. Whoa. If you look at the if you look at the jazz logo they use on there, it's it's the old jazz logo. It's the Al Jefferson years <laughs> jazz logo. So there's another like if you Google search, I can't remember the exact website, but if you Google search simply like NBA trade machine, there's another website that comes up like right below ESPN, and that one's so much better to use. So uh, just because of the logo, yeah. Oh, update okay. your freaking logos. Show some respect. That team's it's been like two logos old now. All right. All right, so let's we're going to talk lots. So if you're into jazz conspiracy and speculations, this is your episode for you. So here's my favorite story of the week thus far that we have is that we get a tweet yesterday or the day before from a sports guy who in his own tweet says he has knows very little about the jazz and ha- definitely has no he's not even a jazz reporter. He never really tweets about the jazz, but somehow all of a sudden he now has inside source with Rudy Gobert. Um, the guy's name is Sean O'Connell. He used to be like a UFC cage fighter and now he's retired. And I think he works, he used to be locally on ESPN 700, 
but now he's on Sirius, whatever. Mm-hmm. So here is the tweet that he said. I know I'm not usually Utah Jazz breaking news guy, but a source close to the situation has informed me that Rudy Gobert is him or me point with Donovan Mitchell and will demand that one of them be traded in the next few days. Doesn't feel they will win championship together. Then his next tweet with it says Rudy feels Rudy feels that his own numbers are consistent or getting better while Don is D liability and is failing off in terms of explosiveness. Gobert also aware of at least one Western conference power that would be willing to pay handsomely for his abilities. NBA teams never tamper. So Mm -hmm. first off, let's just read, read the first sentence here. I know I'm not usually a Utah jazz breaking news guy, but here I am, you know, (laughs) I see, you know, obviously I follow a lot of, sports reporters and jazz reporters on Twitter and stuff like that. When they break a story or have a source or something like that, they typically don't start out with, I'm usually not this, but you know, just, just a word of advice out there to you folks. If you ever read something, Facebook, anything, social media, and it starts out, I'm blah, 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 but, and then they give their two cents, you mm-hmm. know, take that with a, uh, this is probably just made up crap. So anyways, this tweet led to, of course, you know, a bunch of, sports sites that are just looking for any kind of headlines to pick it up and set it out there. And then Rudy Gobert himself addressed it with his own tweet that day saying every day has its own quote, new rumor. And then like a rolling ice emoji. So I don't know what my, I think you all understand where I'm coming from on my thoughts of this. I didn't read too much into that. I'm sorry. No offense to the Sean guy, but until I hear it from a more reliable sports reporter, I just, it just sounds like another person just making up stuff. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, maybe someone did tell him this, um, but it is kind of weird, right? Because like you said, I had no offense to Sean O'Connell, but I'm not necessarily in the MMA world by any means. So I didn't, I wasn't familiar with him. So that was weird. And then if you look the next day and I don't know if he's just kind of like joking and, and I'm not in this, in the uh, soccer world either, but his tweet the next day said, I'm not usually, I know I'm not usually a Real Salt Lake breaking news guy, but a source close to the situation is informing that the club is bringing Venezuelan Jefferson Saravino back to SLC. Now, again, maybe he's just joking there and everyone knew that, but uh, I don't know anything about MLS. I guess I could hit up some friends that do. Um, but you yeah, it, it was very odd to see that. And then, man, the 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 different outlets just ran with it like crazy. All the all the hoops, everything. So him talking about soccer, especially we also like stuff. I would believe that way more just because of his connection with ESPN 700. And you know, that was, that's Real's kind of sports thing. At least it was, it used to be. And, you know, so I would believe that him to have a quote unquote source with that kind of information way more than any kind of jazz information. So just be careful what you read out there folks. And especially when you start reading it on, Cause you know, it's, then it gets picked up by like websites. Like I think it's called the score and they post it out. It's always funny when they blast things like that, especially on Instagram, they'll put the photo of like Rudy and then it'll have the, the, you know, the, the text there. And then in the very little top left corner, right corner, it'll say where the source came from. And they, you know, they obviously yeah. purpose, they pur- purposely put that text up there. Cause they know people, I don't know the exact wording, but when you look at a photo, you, your eyes go right to the, you know, this part right there. That's why the people middle, put, mm-hmm. that's why the people put the text and what they want to grab your attention right there. 
and then they hide where the source came from up there and you, you know I, un- unless it's woes or shams they hide it <laughs> yeah, I, yeah and they do that purposely so yeah. be careful folks i mean i you know one one follow-up to this um tony jones had uh tweeted you know tony jones uh the athletic covers the jazz said that Gobert and his agent are waiting on the annual end of season exit interview with management to see how the two uh, sides proceed this off season. So it's kind of vague, right? You're trying to figure out, but if the one guy that I kind of lean on for jazz news, cause he seems to be the most in the know, at least here on the local level is Tony. So there you have it. Yeah. Um, and speaking of, end of season you know players doing their interviews there was a couple players this week that actually did some interviews and spoke with the media that would be eric pascal jared butler trent forrest and alexander walker so they've had their kind of interviews so it kind of seems like they're doing it in bunches with the players and stuff like that and according to what i've read from these kind of things apparently they're just meeting with coaches and justin zanuck i guess danny ainge thus far hasn't been part of them so well and they said that uh that snyder wasn't a part of it either yeah uh get Mm. feeling better snyder because he's having surgery or he did have surgery this week to help out his uh hip replacement so get feeling better coach gotta get it done those hips can't lie anymore Mm. all right um so moving away from that let's now that we've got don't believe rumors and all that let's move into fake trade talk (laughs) let's create some let's let's do some more so um, earlier this week, there was a Sports Illustrated article. And when, you know, when I say Sports Illustrated, Sports Illustrated has its website, but then they also have like kind of things that go off of it. So it's Sports Illustrated, but is it really Sports Illustrated? Eh, kind <laughs> of. So there was an article. Well, it's on the Sports week. Illustrated website. We'll just say that. There you go. There you go. But there were some trades that they came up with, and I thought it would be fun to let's go over these trades. Do you by chance have those pulled up and we yep. can go over that? Yep. Well, give, uh, us, give us the first trade that they mentioned there. And by the way, these are all revolved around Rudy Gobert, just so you know. Rudy Gobert. Uh, the first trade in that SI article was Rudy Gobert to Brooklyn for Ben Simmons. And I think uh, your boy, Kevin O'Connor, also had this from the ringer, had this as a thought uh, earlier in the month, uh, earlier last month, actually. So that would be the first trade. I'll let you go first and then I can go after. Oh, I'm just going to keep this one simple. I say no. And I also think the jazz would say no just due to ben simmons yes you know the potential of simmons and all that's beautiful and he was the first pick and all about blah, blah, blah. he this every his history just has a gigantic massive red flag and even this latest thing now with the nets i mean come on i no, that's a big giant no for me and i can't see the jazz saying yes to that what do you, i mean i think i recall you being a little bit more positive on it what do you think Listen, if if Ben Simmons' mental was uh, all there and he was feeling right um, mentally, you know, there's a big question around what's going on there. Um, he's, if not the one of the best defenders in the league, he can switch one through five. Something that, you know, Rudy has a hard time on out on the perimeter. He's six foot ten. He can handle the ball. Uh, the issue with Simmons is he doesn't spread the floor at all. Um, to be, he, he can cut very well. Uh, to the basket, but to be effective, he has to have the ball in his hands going to the hoop, not a good shooter at all. Um, But to me, the biggest thing that I would say, no, if I was the Utah jazz is just not knowing where his mental state is. But if he was fine mentally, I would say, yeah, go ahead and do it. (laughs) 
but he's not. Oh, so oh, I'm going to say no. No. All right. So let's go to the next trade. And of the three trades from this quote unquote Sports Illustrated article, this is the one that I could possibly get on board with. Go ahead and mention it. So the second trade I'm assuming is uh, the one you're talking about. So Atlanta would trade uh, Bogdanovich, Clint Capella, and a 2023 first round top 16 protected for Rudy. Do you want me to go first on this one? Um, yeah, you go first. You can go first. Okay. Uh, out of all of the trades on this SI article, I really, really think this one is the one that you would lean towards. Bogdanovich, 29 years old. Uh, he'll be a uh, free agent in 2024. So you get you know a little bit of time with him. Great three-point shooter, 43%, can really help spread the floor. Um, playing with Trey Young, we've all seen he doesn't need the ball in his hands to be effective. So pairing him with Donovan would, would make sense, especially if they're planning on Donovan doing more of the ball handling and coming down the court with the ball. Um, he can also create for himself, not the plus best. How, plus how much fun would it be to have two Bogdanovich? Two Bogdanoviches. Yeah. I, just, I was getting so there. I was getting there. Yeah. You <laughs> blew the, you blew the end there. Uh, I can help myself. That's how much yeah. fun it would be. He's not the best defender by any means, but he's not awful. Um, Capella, really good defender, a bit quicker than Rudy. A lot cheaper than Rudy. Uh, he's averaging about 12 and a half points for his career, 11 rebounds, one and a half blocks. He will be an unrestricted free agent in 2023. So if I guess if you know the trade was to happen, this fictional trade that we're looking at, um, and it doesn't work out, then you don't resign him. But if it does, you're getting a Rudy type, you know, maybe like 80 per 80, 85% of what Rudy Gobert is for quite a bit less. And then you get that pick. So all of the uh, all of the proposed fake trades on this SI article, that was the one that stuck out to me f- to making the most sense and would, would help Utah the most. Yeah, so my only questions with it were, one, wasn't, I believe Clint missed some time in the playoffs this year because of an injury, so I'd want to make sure yeah. that he's, he's all good and healthy. And then two, and you kind of answered already, but I'm not, I'm not real familiar on Bogdan and his defense. Is he a good defender or would he not... He he's um I would say he's good enough. Now he's not like a lockdown guy, but he can play defense on the perimeter. So good enough would be my answer there. All right. So yeah, I mean, yeah, as long as I think in that kind of trade idea, the Jazz would probably definitely want to make sure Clint's good and healthy. And if so, then I could definitely see that uh, being a good trade. And and I think Atlanta. I, I believe I saw today on Twitter already that Atlanta's GM. I always like when these become quotes too, because it's like, oh yeah, that's his job. But he said something along the line is. We are going to be aggressive to make our team better this offseason. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Perfect. Hey, good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's go to this last trade from the Sports Illustrated website. Yeah, I'm not a fan of this one. So the Knicks would trade Evan Fournier, Alec Burks, and Cam Reddish, uh, as well as a 2024 first-round top 10 protected for Rudy. Um. I'll tell you this as an Orlando Magic fan and having to deal with Evan Fournier for a good majority of his career. He is the most inconsistent scorer uh, that I think I've ever seen. He could have a game where he scores 25 and the next three, he might score two and six. He plays zero defense. I do like Alec Burks. Obviously, he was here in Utah before. Solid defender. Uh, doesn't add too much on the scoring side of things. I mean, he's familiar with Utah, right? Being here before, but I don't... Don't know if that should sell you on the trade. Cam Reddish is still a bit of an unknown three years into his career. Seems like it just didn't work out in New York for whatever reason. They moved him um, from Atlanta. Uh, The first round pick in 2024 is probably the most 
attractive part of this trade, but I just, I wouldn't do it. The funny part of this is just, if you look at this trade, it just feels like the most like Utah trade that would be made, like getting a guy like Evan Fournier, that's, you know, they would talk, they would so talk about him being, he was a, he's a great three point shooter. He's this and that. And then you're just like, and, but you're just like, yeah. And he's at the end of his career. Like, it's like we get these dudes at one time were good and great at something. And then you get them here and there's like, well, he doesn't do that at all anymore. And then, <laughs> and then Burks would get here and you just be like, Oh, great. Burks is back. You know, we already have <laughs> someone that we have Clarkson. We don't need a lower version of that. I don't know. And then Cam Reddish would just be like that, you know, okay, we're giving him his third try now at another team. Let's see yeah. that potential. And I don't know. But yeah, I mean, so, Fournier's only 29, but he's been the same player his whole career. Like, again, wildly inconsistent, no, no defense whatsoever. Yeah. I've watched him a lot, a lot, being a Magic fan, and I'm telling you, it's he's not the guy. He's not the guy, be, pal. It would just be <laughs> hilarious, so that if this trade happened, that you know, because of course, Knicks, Jazz, all we hear is that uh, Donovan's going, to, and how funny would it be that? Oh yeah, we. Oh yeah. Switch it up on you. You end up with Rudy instead. Yeah. (laughs) So um, that would be funny. So that's all the um, trades from there. I have one that I saw today that I want to throw at you. Yep. This was from a, uh, so it's the fan sided website, um, which is basically kind of like fans of the team kind of write these trades up. But uh, thought I'd share this one theory and get your reaction. This is a three team. Again, every, all these trades we're talking about right now are three teamer. Okay. It's all made up, so no sourcing. It's just made up fun. So here we go. The teams I'm have involved, to write this down. Go ahead. The teams involved are the Lakers, Jazz, and Hornets. Oh, God. I so think I Lake, know where this is going. Go ahead. The Lakers would get Conley, Royce O'Neal, and Plum, uh, Plumley. The Jazz would get Gordon Hayward, Kendrick Nunn. The Hornets would get Russell Westbrook and a Lakers 2027 first-round pick. I'm going to let you kind of think this over because you're writing it down. Looking Wait, who did, Char- who did Charlotte get? They get Westbrook and a first-round pick from the Lakers. But it's a 2027 pick. Okay. Um, so when I saw this, I just thought it was interesting, the fact that this is one of the first trades I've seen this week that didn't involve Donovan or Rudy. So I was yeah. like, well, someone got a little creative there. Good for them. Um, it definitely screams a Lakers kind of trade because they're getting, you know, a dude like Conley who's toward the end of his career and everyone's going to be so hyped about, is he going to live up to the hype for him? Probably not. They get Royce. Eh, I don't know. And Plumley, who, you know, whatever. But the funny part of this is the jazz who would only get Gordon Hayward and Kendrick Nunn. And it's just like, uh, yeah, but you know, I, I don't know this. I, I, this actually to me does seem like a trade that I could legitly seeing happen. Um, uh, would okay. I, would I be a fan of it though? Uh, probably not. No, I, no offense to Gordon, but his poor, his history now, ever since he's left Utah, his poor injury history. And I feel bad for the dude. I'm sorry. A lot of people are going to like, screw him, blah, blah, blah. But I feel bad for the guy at some point. He should have been able to play a whole season and he hasn't. And, uh, yeah. And Kendrick, Nunn, I don't know what he has left in the tank anymore. So my, my opinion on this trade from a jazz fan would be a big giant. No, thanks. But I appreciate the offer. What do you think? Um, I think I, all three teams would say no. <laughs> you don't think if Lakers I'm, would be interested at all? No, nope. Um, I don't. So what? What? I mean, Royce and Conley. Did they do anything to help their stock in the playoffs? The answer would be no. Uh, the Lakers get off of Westbrook, right? So that's good. But Charlotte doesn't want him. They have Ball. 
they're not wanting to take the well the ball out of ball's hands right westbrook is a very ball dominant guard he has a jordan he's a jordan athlete maybe he, okay jordan well would be sure. like, I don't know. um i mean in all honesty the jazz probably get the best of this trade uh if hayward can even be 70 percent of what he was when he was here before but that's a lot of money for him who ha- who you know since his first injury has had trouble playing like you said kendrick nunn is a fine backup but I'm going to say no. I would say all three teams give a resounding no, unless the Lakers are planning on making another move after that. This doesn't necessarily make them not that much better than they were. So, Boy, we are just striking out on all these trades so far. That uh, I think we've only agreed one on one that would be decent. That's that, uh, yep. that Atlanta trade. Atlanta. Right. Let's go through one more right now, and then we're going to take a break. This comes from the fabulous website Clutch Sports, which I say that sarcastically just because, you know, they're, they're wow. just another one of those uh, websites that's just all over the place. But this trade involves, again, I'm just going to say this each time. These are made-up trades. There's no sourcing. There's absolutely no reason to think of it more than just we're talking fun here, folks. <laughs> so this trade would be the Toronto Raptors and Utah Jazz in a deal here. So the Raptors would get Rudy Gobert, Jordan Clarkson. Oh, hold on, hold on. It's okay, people. Calm down. Let's just get through the whole thing here. So they get Clarkson and then a first-round pick. It doesn't give like a date or like a what year that is. So it obviously would have to be in the future of a date because we ain't got a first round this year. <laughs> the Jazz would get Fred Van Vliet, OG Anobi. 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 And Kim. Kim. Birch. Birch. Okay, you know, I'm I'm saying it. That's Kiem Birch. So Not okay. okay. I'll go first on this one and say if this was a legit offer, I would probably chew this up and take it as chew it up's probably not the right way. I would hug <laughs> it and bring it in and say, Yes, let's let's do this right away. Obviously, I would prefer if we could do a deal with the Raptors to get Pascal somehow. But if we're able to get Van Vliet and OG and I this Birch guy, whatever. But that's to me, that's a that's some good additions to the team. It would suck to lose Clarkson and Gobert, but uh, you know, obviously, people, when you're making trades, you got to lose some folks to get some. So, yeah, I I am for this trade if it was out there. What do you think? Couple of thoughts. Number one, I like how you call Pascal Siakam by his first name. Uh, you guys are on a first name basis. Um, Fred Van Fleet, really good guard, All Star selection this year. His contract isn't up until 2024. This year, he averaged 20 points per game. Um, decent, from, de- decent from three, 38%. Uh, would be fun to pair with Donovan. He's a good perimeter defender, but the problem that uh, he was kind of exposed with in this in this uh, playoff series that they had against Philly is when he gets switched on bigger guys, it's kind of tough. He's only six foot one. So my question here is, what do we do with what do you do with Conley? Are you moving him to another team? Or are you moving Conley to the bench because Fred Van Fleet isn't coming off the bench? OG Ananobi though, he's under contract until twenty twenty five. Really solid young guy. He's gotten significantly better every single year that he's been in the league, and he just has like a really great first name for the commentators to just say after he gets a bucket. Kim Birch is like your typical like junkyard dog type player undersized six nine but he gives you all of that and more it's not going to get a ton of points plays a really solid defense probably 12 to 15 minutes per game the hard part here is getting rid of clarkson off the bench um and who takes that scoring role for utah but i don't mind that trade uh by any means 
my question yeah. with this that I was going to ask, what position does OG play exactly? He's like a small forward. Okay. Yeah. So we'd, so in the, say this happens, then yeah, like you said, we'd have to decide, obviously Fred's probably going to start. So you're going to have to tell Conley to come off the bench. Yeah. And then you're also going to have to figure out, you know, are you starting OG or are you starting Royce? Probably you're going to have oh, to you're, that You'd out. have to start OG. You'd have to. So, so then you're hoping Royce probably feels that he can come off the bench. Clarkson mm-hmm. kind of role, which would be not that great because well, Royce has trouble with those kind of point things. So I don't know. That would definitely that would open doors for another possible trade possibilities, you know. And if anyone's been listening to someone like uh, Bill Simmons and talk about the Danny Ainge and how he loves to make deals, I would I could definitely see if this deal happened, then it would re- equal another trade to happen, like yeah. with a, maybe a Royce or a Conley. So. Well, you know, the they brought in Alexander Walker and everything I read every time they brought him in was something along the lines of like he can he can be similar to that Clarkson role. Now, obviously, we didn't see it and he's still young, but maybe he takes a step up. Maybe someone like Butler takes a step up. I don't know. But that was a I, I like that trade uh, for sure. Um, for, I mean, getting an all star for an all star and then OG who's on his way up and Clarkson, who is a I love Clarkson, but if he has to be a part of it, then I, I it, it makes sense. It it does it does feel like out of all the trades we've mentioned, it does feel like you know a, a win win for both teams, doesn't it? When you see you could see both teams being into this trade, don't you? Mm-hmm. I mean, geez, if with Rudy going to Toronto, they're just get even bigger um, and longer, which is crazy. And then Clarkson being able to give them buckets off the bench. Um, the first round pick is interesting to throw in there, but it makes sense. So um, those are our, you know, made up trades that we've gotten off uh, quote unquote writers. But what we're going to do next is we've come up with our own trades. We want to share with you guys. So we're going to take hire quick- me, Danny Ainge, hire me. Well, Sorry. I, go I, don't ahead. Think, I don't think, I don't think he makes those decisions, but anyways, um, we're going to take our first break here and we're going to come back and share those, uh, made up trades with you guys we'll be right back stick with us hey jazz nation first off we have to run it back i cannot wait until september man let's go jazz second of all my name is maria graham i am the owner of new key lending we are a mortgage broker company located in sugar house in the past 15 years i have helped hundreds of people purchase and refinance their mortgages so if you have any questions on how you can become a homeowner Please reach out to me or shoot me a text. I'd love to get with you and discuss all of those details. My direct number is area code 801-891-0378. Go Jazz! All right, and we are back. Thanks so much for sticking around with us and listening to the Jazz Nation podcast. All right, so what we're going to do right now, we're going to share some trades that we've come up with. This first one that we're we're going to do, this is what the assistant of the host has come up with. This is one that's kind of... You know, we've heard the talks. I think it's been Brian Winhorst of ESPN that's kind of mentioned that Golden State might have some interest in Ruti Gobert. So uh, yeah. I I asked you to come up with a trade involving those teams. So why don't you share that trade with us, please? Okay, here we go. The Utah Jazz are sending Rudy Gobert. Actually, a pair of Rudys. Rudy Gobert and Rudy Gay. We all know Rudy Gay is under contract. We all know he doesn't want to play in Utah. So let's just throw them in there, you know, make this cap situation make sense to the Golden State Warriors for Andrew Wiggins and James Wiseman. 
Now, here we go. Wiggins. Yes, he is an unrestricted free agent in 2023. You would need some sort of, uh, yeah, I'm going to do an extension prior to making this deal. You'd want to lock him in. Here, Here's the thing. He's 27, was a first-time All-Star, better defensive rating than any Jazz wing defender. He's shooting just under 40% from three. I think it's like 39.8, uh, averaging about 17.5 points per game on a team, mind you, with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson and Jordan Poole. Now you can look at that of one of two ways. He's getting buckets because those are they're being defended, or he's going above and beyond, getting 17.2 points with those guys who take up a lot of a uh, of the shooting. Now James Wiseman would be the other piece here. Yes, he's coming off a torn meniscus, but incredible upside was a top three player coming out in his draft class. His rookie year, he played 39 games prior to hurting himself, average 11 and a half points, six boards, just under one block, 21 years old, ridiculous room to grow. And if he does reach his potential or even 80% of the potential uh, that we were talking about him coming out of Memphis, restricted free agent in 2024, Jazz could re-sign him to a longer deal, get him locked in. He could fill that middle role, that route when Rudy Gobert leaves, maybe not quickly, you know, maybe they bring Whiteside have him start at center, re-sign him. I don't know. I don't. There's a lot of centers out there you could plug in, but that would be my trade. I Wiggins is on the up. James Wiseman, obviously, so much potential, and we're getting rid of Gobert and another Rudy that doesn't even want to be here. Chalk it up, Danny. Call me. It feels like there would have to be a draft. I mean, I, I like where you're going with the 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 exchanging of players here. It does feel like someone's going to need a pick probably involved in there to make it legit. I don't know. I, I'm sure. I think, I'm sure they could do some type of pick swap or something, but I think the jazz would probably just because it feels like the jazz are taking the biggest risk with this trade. Just like you mentioned, you know, Wiggins with his contract situation. And then also of course, James with his just injury and stuff like that, they're taking a big risk. So I think Utah would probably require a pick. And I honestly don't think golden state would mind that because they're, Golden State's that type of team where they want to win now. You know, they don't really care so yeah. much about draft picks. They want to, if you think about it, how much longer can they roll with this Curry and Draymond and Clay thing? They've got it, you know, it's still going right now, but well, it's one, gonna it, one so thing you to want to add. build onto it with Rudy. Yeah. And so yeah. One thing to add, I mean, people will say, Well, why would they want to move Wiggins if he's had an all-star year? They're really great at drafting. So I think maybe they feel like uh, Kaminga can kind of come into that role in his second year. He's had a pretty decent rookie year. Um, hold on, hold on. Wiggins had an all-star year because he got voted in, right? So, I mean, it was, no offense to Andrew Wiggins, but it's not like he... Wow, okay. You just, like... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So here, here, here's my concern with it. I rem- I've watched Wiggins play and stuff like that, and he's good. But is was he? I was so shocked when he became an all star and he got the fan votes and it was it had a lot to do with him being in Golden State. Let's be honest that he got all those fan votes. Like if he's playing in Utah, is he going to get the fan votes even if he had the season he did this year? Probably not. Let's let's be real. Do you think he would get those fan votes? Well, nobody in Utah gets the fan votes. Exactly. I mean, it just so. is what it is. But like I said, he's going to be the best wing defender Utah has. He can shoot from three. He can help spread the floor. He doesn't need the ball in his hand. Donovan keep the ball, do what you need to do. He scored 17 and a half points with Steph Clay and Jordan Poole on the team. So he can score. He can get to the hoop. He's much more aggressive. I, I, I think it's a win for Utah in the fact that, again, Rudy Gay is not even a 
in conversation to even play for the team for whatever I, I reason. Mean, I like it. I, I mean, obviously, like I said, you do, obviously, like you said, you got to figure out the Wiggins contract situation, but mm-hmm. more importantly, you are, you definitely got to figure out what's going on with James before you want to see all his medical records and yeah. is he even going to be able to, at this point, the dude should be able to play a full season without, you know, being hurt and stuff. And I, I think, I think sure the that thing that can happen first before we yeah. make that trade. I think they just didn't bring him back for the playoffs because, um, I mean, he's a young dude, so they already have their rotations for the whole year. I mean, he was coming off of his injury, so why bring him back? Similar to what they did in New Orleans with Zion. Now, James Wiseman and Zion aren't the same player. I, I'm very aware of that. But you don't just bring a guy back in the playoffs after he's been out the whole year. you know. But, yes, now let's dissect. Let's take a look at what you got. My friend, what do you what are you Hold sitting on? Before on we there? jump jump to my trade, I just want to finish this by saying, I yes, I would be okay with that trade, it, you know, as long as you know they everything's squared away with Wiggins thing and we've yeah. James is fine. It would be hilarious to hear like Draymond and Rudy Gobert on the same. Oh, team can you like, imagine? Can you that that the sports writers will love that. That would be the headlines. I would want them to have their own podcast together at that point. That would be hilarious. <laughs> so. Um, yes, I give my approval on that trade. Draymond so, Green had punch Rudy in the nuts during practice. We'd hear about that. <laughs> he was just like, welcome to the team. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So my trade that I came up with again, folks, we're just going to say this again. These are all made up trades. There are no sources. There's no possibilities of these things. Now, before you say about. this, you made sure that this makes sense financially. Yes. I Okay. So all right. That, yeah. The website Perfect. that I mentioned earlier that is not ESPN trade machine that I use but it's better. I use that site and it worked. This is a three team trade. Okay. Let me get my pen. Let me get my pen. Go ahead. It involves the golden state warriors, the Utah jazz. And here's your shocker. The Washington wizards. Here we go. The golden state warriors would receive Caldwell Pope from uh, Washington and Rudy Gobert from the jazz. The Utah Jazz would receive Bradley Bill from the Wizards okay. and James Wiseman from the Warriors. All right. The Wizards. <laughs> this is I, now that I'm looking at it, this is where it kind of falls apart. The the Wizards receive Rudy Gay, Mike Conley, and Andrew Wiggins. And I guarantee we'd. I mean, I I didn't include it, but they would probably need a first round pick from the Jazz and the Golden <laughs> State. What are your thoughts on this made up trade that I have proposed to you? It's not, I, a good, it's not a good sign when I started chuckling at my own trade there at the end. I'm sorry. If there's a way for Utah to move, essentially move Rudy Gobert and Mike Conley for Bradley Bill and James Wiseman, I, that's that's awesome. Uh, I don't think it happens. Now, is your plan here? I want to get a little bit into your head, okay? So Bradley Bill obviously plays the two. Are you putting Donovan at point guard and having Bradley Bill run the shooting guard spot? I think um, they, I think they both have that thing where they both can play, you know, point, sure. point guard, shooting guard, and, and 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 the way they would run it is that you know even anymore is there even really a true point guard that much anymore? It's more this. Oh, I, I mean know. Chris Paul, yeah, sure. But I, I mean, um, but I mean, I feel like they could they could kidding. work good together. So yeah. either one could bring the ball up, and then the other one could be whatever. So yeah, I love Bill. I, I Wiseman's potential is through the roof as long as he can stay healthy. Uh, I mean, the Wizards getting Wiggins, Conley, and Gay. I mean, you put Wiggins with 
Porzingis. The, the Wizards, they're a no offense to any Washington Wizards fans, but they're just as bad, if probably worse than my Orlando Magic, in all honesty, uh, as far as a, the way they've been ran. Golden State gets Rudy, gets KCP, guy that can pretty much just score off the bench. <sighs> I mean, I, I, li- I like it. But, I think uh, I forgot to mention that the, just to make this trade understand a little bit more. So KCP for Golden State is on the last year of his contract. Um, for the Jazz, Bradley Bill will be on the last year of his contract. So they would either, you know, have to figure something new out with him or, I don't know, let him play yeah. and see how it works kind of a thing. For the Wizards, um, Wiggins on the last year of his contract, as we mentioned before. And then Conley has two years left. And then so does Rudy Gay. But I also feel like Rudy Gay would be an easy one to, if they wanted to, they could just buy him out, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Listen, if there's a team that you could just send some shit to, not, oh boy, that sounded bad. Uh, some <laughs> players that you want to buy out, it'd be the Wizards, right? Uh, similar to like, those draft picks. OKC. Like, yeah. Like the, said, they, getting the picks. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a good trade. I don't, um, I don't know or see the possibility of Bradley Beal actually coming to Utah. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe him, Donovan, D. Wade, they all get together, talk about plans for the future. Uh, and that would be a very elite back uh, backcourt uh, scoring combination. But um, yeah, Bill, I mean, I'm, all, I'm I'd be for it. I'd be for it if it if it could work out. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, if that, if every, every team said yes, then Utah definitely gets the best of that trade, in my opinion. Maybe the Bill situation is almost like what Toronto did with Kawhi. You know, it's just like a one year. Let's just run it and see how it goes. And if it doesn't work out, then you just can just bring bring Utah ship and then head out. <laughs> yeah, I, I would be all for that. You know? yeah. So whatever. So I was, you know, when I when I first was trying to play around with this, I was trying to figure out a way to get Kuzma here. But then I was like, uh, I was like, oh, Bradley Beal's only got one year left on his contract. I don't know. That might work out. So, yeah, folks, that's uh, that's our that's our fun trades that we came up with. Uh, what we'll do next episode is I'm going to let all you listeners out there submit your made up trades to us yes. and we'll talk about them. So get, get working on your trade machines, make sure they're kind of possibly realistic. I mean, as, as goofy as mine was for the wizards part, I mean, like I said, at least there's some possibility there cause they're getting two first round picks and then, you know, Rudy Gay, you can easily buy him out and Wiggins, you got him. He's an all-star and Conley, he's a point guard. So whatever <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> so, that's all we got for our podcast here today on made up trades. Before we go, assistant to the host, you have some plugs you'd like to get in? I sure do. So I released my podcast this morning, the Will Wonder Pod, uh, on it. <clears throat> Myself and my buddy Kurt Pruitt, who was on a couple episodes uh, ago on the Jazz Nation podcast here. We talk about uh, NBA playoffs, round one, recap, round two predictions, um, some upcoming movies to switch it up that we're excited for this summer. And I also give you some ideas uh, on what you can get for Mother's Day that isn't too expensive. Let's say, you know, it's a little money's a little tight right now. I give you a bunch of ideas for your mom, for your baby mama, your wife, your girlfriend, mother of your children as well. So check that out uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. The Will Wonder Pod on Instagram at The Will Wonder Pod on Twitter. You can follow me at DJ Will Wonder. All right, Mazel Tov to all your podcasting there, and happy Mother's Day this weekend to all you mothers listening. We we appreciate you very much, and we appreciate you for listening to the Jazz Nation podcast. Like I mentioned before, uh, make sure you're following all our pages, the Jazz Nation podcast, the Jazz Nation on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, MySpace, Twitter, 
It's all in one simple place, linktree.com forward slash Jazz Nation News. We'll be back. You know, I just wanted to mention something, too, by the way. People, I got a couple of tweets saying, I thought you were releasing these every Monday. Well, you know, we it, it's just more fun to spontaneously drop it. You know, who cares? You know, it is what it is. So <laughs> A schedule? What's that? A pod, they'll, they'll come out when they come out. So just enjoy them, folks. But we appreciate you being concerned when they're going to come out. I appreciate that. Uh, so thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Jazz Nation podcast. We'll be back at some point with some more, and we will get your fake trades at that time and talk about them. But for now, enjoy your day. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Oh, and go Jazz. Go Jazz.